Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt and Andy Brandt-Bernard. And we'll be joined right after this by Kristen Burt. Looking forward to it with the family. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck. 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, ready to go? Yep. Kristen Burke, ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone? Marvelous. How are you? Although uh, you, I know you really miss living in Minnesota, but yeah. right now it's snowing like mad and it's 31 degrees. Yeah, you might want to rethink no. your Minnesota's <laughs> on the list of places to flee. No fleeing to Minnesota. It's too cold. I don't think I'd flee here. You guys, no I fleeing. just came in from working out and I'm sweating and in shorts and a tank top. So yeah. Like completely opposite climate well mm-hmm. i saw my neighbor in shorts and flip-flops that's weird i was walking in a uh down to my ankle down out uh jacket <laughs> this is today <laughs> yeah jeff was out there he had this shorts on jeff out. had shorts on jeff had shorts on i'm like look at you look at me <laughs> <laughs> we clearly handle the cold it's differently 31 yeah. How could he be in shorts when it's 31? He says he just didn't think it was I that could, cold. I could wear shorts down to 20 until I was probably, like, in my early 20s. I I don't know. I guess some people just, well, like our son-in-law, he says he's never had cold feet in his life. Hmm. Oh, never I had, have them all the time. I know. My feet oh, are cold do? all the time. Yes. Yeah, Even I actually had socks on last night, and it was probably 68 degrees. My feet were just cold. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just must have better blood circulation than yeah. us. I don't know. But, yeah, he's, he's running around in shorts. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, you know, honestly, I have, this is no joke, 
75 degrees is kind of my threshold of, like, nice weather. 74 is, like, not nice weather. Honestly, the second it drops below 70 degrees in L.A., because this is what happens when your blood thins, I turn the heat on in my car, and I'm like, what happened to me? I've lived in Massachusetts and Minnesota and Maine and New York City. Can't handle anything below 70. I wonder what that's all about. It's a total cream puff weather mentality. <laughs> that's what it is. All right, I got to ask you a question about some shows that Catherine and I have been watching. Have we talked to you about Mister In Between at all, the Australian show? Oh no! Have you ever seen it? I haven't. Tell me about it. Um, Catherine, what? It's on, it's on Hulu, right? I've seen the previews. Yep, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu and Prime. I think it's on both. But we watch it on Hulu. Um, so what do you, Catherine? What? What do you think? Well, it's. Um it normally wouldn't be something that I would want to watch because it's about right. a serial killer. Well, not a serial killer. He's like he's a hitman. He's, he's a, a hitman. Hit yeah. And I, you know, I'm kind of up to here with, you know, murder shows and all that kind of stuff. But this show does it a, a lot differently. I think it's it's well, it's almost like a Dexter where you're like, okay, he's a hitman, but he's kind of funny. Well, it's a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy. And it can he, be. Yeah. He's killing people that deserve it, <laughs> for the most part. There you and, go. And, and he has a little, he has a cute little daughter who's super sweet, and he's a really mm-hmm. good dad to her. And you can tell that there's a lot of um, emotional problems that he has. Yeah, sadness. That things they like kind that, of yeah. hint at, and they're starting at how how many seasons are two uh, okay they're starting to sort of just you know get into that why he is the way he is right right and he's got a brother that's got um it, it looks like muscular dystrophy yeah and i don't know i mean no spoiler alerts here but you know their relationship is he's he's a lot sunnier in his disposition than ray is yeah in my opinion oh it's 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 very well done you know what? I, you know what? I'm, it's just making me think because you were kind of compared it to Dexter. The reason why Dexter worked is that you didn't hate the serial killer. There was a threat right. of humanity, right. and that's what makes yeah. great villains great. Yeah, exactly. You would like Ray. He's a, he's a really good guy. But if he gets hired to kill you, sorry, I got to kill you. Yeah, like his. Go, okay. Yeah, like his <laughs> okay. daughter's super into unicorns, so he arranges right. a. a uh, he r- arranges a unicorn in the woods by a stream. Yep. Uh. You know, it's like you got to love somebody that would do something like that for their little kid. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's very sweet. I love it. <laughs> yeah, if you ever get a chance to watch it, you start. You got to start from episode one, though. Episode one, there's not much violence. Well, he kicks one guy in the nuts, but that's about all the violence in episode one. When you watch something like this, you know, uh, he, of course, works in a strip club and it's like, oh, here we go again with, you know, yeah. right. the movies right. and stuff mm-hmm. being you know, strip club, you know, craze. If we can show it, we will. Exactly. Show it. But, you know, but it. there's no other way that they there's no other way these people gathering or being yes. together or this happening without yep. it having to be in a strip club. It just it just. It almost feels necessary to the character development mm. for a well, switch. Oh, I'm for sure. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, you absolutely have to get that done and watch Mr. In Between. And then the other show I just introduced Catherine to, and I didn't know for sure if she'd like it or not because it tends to be 
Again, another one's it's, it's quite sexual. It's quite yeah, it's and quite male very, oriented for sure. Very male oriented, but it's interesting because it's you know Magic City Casino in Miami. You ever been to Magic City Casino? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, well, there's a show called Magic City. Uh, was it Jeffrey Dean's uh, Jeffrey Dean? What the hell is his name? Ah. Oh, oh God. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan. Yep. I love him. Yeah, he's wonderful, and a Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is the is the nice Jewish boy from New York who comes to Miami to build a hotel, spends all of his money, and then trying to keep the thing afloat because he owes a lot of people a lot of money, and some of them are in the mafia. Mm. So it's pretty interesting. He's a great actor. He, I first caught wind of him when he did that arc on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he had a story with Izzy, um, Catherine Heigl, that people just absolutely loved. And that's he, where he really kind of broke out. We were trying to think of. He seems like. A typecast actor from like the 1940s and 50s. He does, and we were like, "Who does he look like?" It's like a little bit Tony Curtis, little Raymond Burr, Raymond Burr cross, because he's not like a a pretty boy, but he's very handsome. handsome. He's very handsome. Handsome. He makes ladies like he gets ladies very excited when he's around. (laughs) <laughs> oh, listen, you mean like one named Kristen? You mean like that? Oh, I, that's, total, that's total, totally up my alley. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. You're really very honest about it. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, he builds his 1959, so the, you see all these magnificent cars and all that art deco in Miami, and it's just, it's a really beautiful show. But not a lot of people on the show you'd want to hang out with, I will tell you that. <laughs> quality characters, huh? No, not a lot of quality people. And the weird thing about it is, and I'm not giving anything away because the, the series starts with this, uh, you're going along the beautiful uh, you know, Miami Bay area, and it's just, oh, it's so gorgeous. And all of a sudden the camera goes underwater, and there are tons of dead bodies under there. <laughs> it's right. like, holy yeah. God. <laughs> you trying to make a point, are you here? But yeah, they're and they're all just standing upright. They're 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 kind of tight, you know. They're they're weighted to the bottom of the ocean, yeah. so they're all standing upright and they're all dead. Like <laughs> Jesus, it's a floating graveyard. Yes. It is a floating graveyard. You're absolutely right, but uh, very very interesting show. I did. Do you like it, Catherine? Or are well, you just like I used said, I'm getting a, I'm getting a little sick of the it's just nudity for nudity's yeah, sake in the show, nudity. which I you know, and I guess it, that just is so. I, it's it's not, so yesteryear yeah, to but me. But it is 59. Yeah. Although, is it very today when you have Jeffrey Tubin appearing on your Zoom conference mm. call? <laughs> oh, good segue. I love the segue. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Uh, Catherine just told me something I did not know. And matter of fact, we only got about a minute here. So we'll, we'll the second segment we can talk about just De- Jeffrey Tubin, who's a member of your party, by the way, I'd like to point out. But anyway. He's not my party. I'm an independent. <laughs> me too. Well, that's right. You and I are the same party. So you're in Jesse Ventura's party then. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she worked for Jesse. I told you. I told you guys. I split my vote. I voted one way for uh, the national election and a different way for the California election because I felt like you both needed balance in different directions. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I've already picked whom I'm going to vote for, but I think people would probably be surprised by who I'm going to vote for. Kanye. Well, Kanye's still in the mix. Unlike Kanye, the other two. He was on my ballot. <laughs> yeah, he was on mine too. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on the Minnesota ballot as well. But I just, um, I don't know. I, you know, I look at this stuff. And we got 30 seconds here. I look at this stuff and I go, you think these two are the best choices for Republican and Democrat? You think these two guys are the best you could do? Really? They're not. 
No. And like I said, you know, yes, I did have lunch with Donald Trump. It's not like we're friends or anything, though. I don't know Joe Biden. I don't I'm not a big fan of either one of them. I'll tell you that. So I highly doubt that I'll vote for either one of them. I understand. It's a it's a it's not an easy election. It's it's very volatile. And then the candidates are like, eh. I agree. Honestly. Well, and then you've got also the, just the way people are acting in their own party. It's just like. I know. I, I, I feel like the Democrats need a slap across the face. Well, so much hatred. Yes. Cut back on the exactly. hatred for God's sake. They're being sake. so awful. God, I hate you because of the way you vote. It's like you hate me because of my vote? Yeah. What the hell is that? I'll give you something to hate before I'll break your chest bone. What do you say? Okay. Well, no. Then it, See, he watches these kind of shows, and then he gets no, all... No, it has nothing. I'm going to murder people. I, I didn't whip out my nipple, so I okay, couldn't have been Dexter. watching Okay, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dexter. We'll be back, and we're going to talk about Kristen's ex-boyfriend, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back with Kristen Burton. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, every Tuesday, Kristen Tubin, I mean, Kristen Burt, <laughs> is with us. Um, Catherine revealed a couple of things that I didn't know about. I, I did some reading on Jeffrey Tubin yesterday. I, let me just say, he's not my kind of guy. I would say that. He's, he's not the kind of guy I'd want to hang out with. Even O.J. Simpson went after him. Did you see that, Kristen? I saw that. And you know, it's so interesting. I don't know if everyone remembers, but Jeffrey Dubin wrote a fantastic book. I will say this. It was my favorite book out of all the yeah. OJ trial books yep. that came out. And of course, OJ had something to comment on. So I thought it was fantastic. I was like, look at this. Life comes full circle from 1994 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it says, damn, Jeffrey Dubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually, for OJ, don't you think? <laughs> you know, I, this is a horrible thing. And this is actually, I was thinking about this this morning. You know, someone like OJ is funny sometimes, and but he did horrible things. Or I think about this with Jeffrey. Like, I loved his book, but he did horrible things. Or Michael Jackson, right. I love his music, but he did horrible things. How sometimes do you reconcile, like, the work from the person? And you have, you have to separate the two because someone can do great work and still be a horrible person. No, no question about it. See, my question for Mr. Tubin would be if I worked uh, for CNN's legal office or the New Yorker, their legal office there, their representatives, I would say, I ask a question. Okay, so you said this was an accident. 
Um, but but I have to wonder why it is you couldn't wait 10 minutes to get off the call and then masturbate. Is it because there were good-looking women on the zero, uh, the, what is it called? Not the zero call, what's it called? Zoom. Zoom, yeah, the Zoom call. So there were attractive women on the on the Zoom call. Is that why you started masturbating? Because I got to believe you're doing business here, and, and if really all you wanted to do was whack it, you'd get off the call and then do it, right? Well, the other thing with Zoom, and this is what sort of confuses me, it is very, very clear when you are video, not oh, is it? audio, is video, it? Oh, okay. is, is the screen goes black. Yeah. And so either one of two things happen. Either your name appears when your screen goes black or your photo, if you've uploaded a photo to your profile. Mm-hmm. It's so clear. It's very easy to leave your microphone open and accidentally say something yeah. if you think you're muted. That completely... So saying that he thought his video was muted, as he was saying, is completely unbelievable to me. I no, have it's to be not honest. true. Yeah, anybody that's been on a Zoom call knows that he's full of shit. Yeah, he's I've lying. Well, seven like, months so on Zoom. If that's what you're going to do... What, wouldn't you like quadruple check that everything is like you know off and not recording anymore? Put a towel over the screen. Yeah, for real. <laughs> You'd think. Well, You'd just be like, oh, it's probably fine. Pants. Like I understand. Like people have been caught in their boxers. Mm-hmm. You know that does happen. But it, you're still wearing pants. You know you're still wearing some type of clothing. Right. Get it together, people. We're we're not like two weeks into the pandemic. We're seven months, almost eight months. Yeah. Zoom is not a new tool anymore. No. no. For you to be playing with your tool. <laughs> oh, see, she worked the crowd. <laughs> Kristen's working the crowd, ladies Chris and gentlemen. Kristen's dead. Chris oh, my God. <laughs> Can I just tell you, nothing gave me greater pleasure than um, the hashtag Zoom dick that was trending yesterday. <laughs> I was like, if there's anything funny that comes out of 2020, please let it be this. Yes. What is it again? Zoom dick. Hashtag Zoom hashtag dick. Zoom dick. Oh, yeah, and okay. hashtag Jeffrey's Tubin's dick. Yep, well, that too. Oh, the other one is hashtag uh, Me Tubin. Uh, <laughs> me Tubin. Okay, the Me Tubin movement yes. works for me. He does have a history. There, there have been some women who have talked about him sexually harassing them. Well, so that shouldn't be a surprise given this, all of this. Because that is no. sexual harassment if you're masturbating on a Zoom call. Well, Catherine pointed out that he apparently has been involved in an, uh, in a preg- an unwanted pregnancy. Yes. With an affair partner for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. A little shady. Yeah, it's not so accidental. I, you know, after 10 years, you're like, come on. <laughs> so what is this guy's problem? First of all, he's not a very good looking man. So I see if, because he's popular and powerful. Yeah, he's got money and he's got power. He's got money and power. So now all of a sudden he's an attractive guy. I mean, he's a goofy looking so bastard to tell you. I mean, he's not ugly. He's just goofy looking. He's got that masturbatory look. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. And, uh, I've never seen it before, but I can tell you the first time I saw it was on his face. The masturbatory look that he, just, he had on his yeah. face. He looks like a wanker. No, he, in my estimation, I wasn't there. I wasn't on a Zoom call. But after talking to people in that industry, you know, the, the people who know about, uh, you know, the Internet and all the rest of it, he knew he was on screen and he knew everybody could see him. And that was the reason he did it. Because he wanted those women and probably the men to see his penis on the call. Well, it is just crazy because, I mean, as Catherine and I just noted, it's just virtually impossible to not know you're on screen. You're looking at yourself 
while the call, you know the screen's going on, unless there were 100 people on and you couldn't see your square, but you're always able to see your square. That's what I, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. So what do you think will happen? Do you think that CNN and New Yorker will both fire him? I kind of think you have to. You yeah. have to, you know, you have to keep, if you're going to sit there and create one rule for like one set of people and another, you can't do that. You just have to say that is a blatant um, dis- disregard for our sexual harassment policy. Everyone yep. knows what a sexual harassment policy is when you go into work. You're either going to choose to abide by it or not. No. Is there any way that we can get a, a, a couple deal shoulder to shoulder, get, get Jeffrey Tubin fired and hey, Stelter with him? That Stelter is the most obnoxious. Like Brian, yeah. Oh, God, I can't stand <laughs> him. He's the guy, of course, oh, this was an accident. Come on, this is nothing. You know, first of all, Brian, why don't you go on a date and then tell me what it's like to be out with a woman? Because that guy, God, he's horrible. He is Well, we can't dreadful. be making excuses. And this yeah. is what reminds me of. You take a look at the Jeffrey Epstein case. Yep. You can't condemn Donald Trump without condemning Bill Clinton. They were both in his presence, and they were both enjoying parties or, you know, Pedophilia Island or Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is. They were both associated with him for more than five years. So you do have to say you can't just make this a Republican thing. It is just a bad person thing. But that's what they've been doing. (laughs) And people believe it somehow. It's like, oh, my pedophile's better than your pedophile. What? Yes. It's not the case. Yeah, how do they even say these words? For either of them. Exactly. And especially once Jeffrey had been arrested the first time around, anyone who associated with him after that should have known he's already had Mm -hmm. um, charges against him. And you have to know who you're associating with. No, I think it's exactly. Well, look, in my crowd of guys that I grew up with, there was none of that kind of action going on. They wouldn't have tolerated it. We were a bunch of nice Roman Catholic boys in North Minneapolis. And... I had never heard of anybody sexually assaulting a girl or a woman. I just, I don't think my neighborhood would have put up with it. I just don't think it would ever have happened. I never heard of it happening, I'll tell you that. Maybe it did and it was completely undercover or something, but that was not tolerated when I grew up, I'm telling you. There's no way. But I do think women talk about it less. I feel like since 2017 we're all like, oh my gosh, here's a list of 30 things that have happened to me. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see your point, definitely. I just, I just want to get to a point where maybe can we just take the entire Republican and Democratic parties and wipe the slate clean exactly. and start over? That's what I feel. I'm like. Okay with that? Uh, seriously, these people are rebooted. disgusting. They're disgusting human beings that are in it for the money and the power. They don't care about politics. They don't care about your. They don't give a damn about the American people. It's all about fame and money for them. Well, I would agree because uh, let's talk to all of the Americans who are currently unemployed, could use some assistance. Yeah. Uh, That $1,200 stimulus check ran out a long time ago for many families, and they're suffering. And to be arguing over politics and everything else, and I even think to be rushing a Supreme Court justice, taking the politics out of it instead of worrying about a stimulus bill. Like, the stimulus bill should be number one. Supreme Court justice can be number two. I understand why the Republicans want to do it and have the vote Mm -hmm. at the same time. What about everybody else? That is well, but they are the one and two in, in in Trump's deal, and I'm not defending Trump, but they are one and two. It's Nancy Pelosi that won't do the deal without yeah, we shoveling her... all the money to her city. Exactly, she wants all the pork again. But Mitch McConnell has the power on the other end. Oh, I He's couldn't agree more. His, 
you've got one person in the House and one person in the Senate, and the two of them together, if they're not working together, all they're doing is harming Couldn't people agree who more. desperately need help. Yeah, they just should, they should be told they need to step aside. I yeah, agree. Really. Those two you, need to you step two aside. Are, you two have problems. You've got mental problems. You just step aside. I agree. You can't be part of this. Works for me. Yeah. We have to take a break. Once again, as we say every Tuesday, Kristen's hour just blows by. There's only one more <laughs> segment left, and we haven't even got... Have we gotten to all the masturbators and everything? Are they all covered now? <laughs> Hopefully we are done for 2020. Well, the day is young. <laughs> the day is, <laughs> that's right. It's only 1245. <laughs> we'll be right back with Kristen Bird. <clears throat> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt with us today. Kristen, I got to ask you a couple of sad questions about your business. Robert Redford's son dead at 58. What a sad story that is. Oh, I know. It's so tragic because, on top of that, you have Robert Redford losing his son, and then also um, last night. why am I blanking on his name? Has lymphoma. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yep. Yeah, thank you. You're right. Um, and it was kind of like uh, the double whammy yesterday, um, which is sad. I, I think the outlook is good for Jeff Bridges. Um, he has a blood cancer. The odds are good. Oh, that's um, good. But yeah, the odds are good. And of course, he has quality health care, so that's that's the good news. He'll be able. Hopefully, he'll be able to um, fight that. But very sad for Robert Redford. I mean. I, statement yesterday was, was you could hear the pain in it Ugh, i couldn't do it my son sitting next to me i couldn't do it sorry so you gotta yeah, wait till i die andy that's all there is to it yeah yep absolutely and by the way this james redford looks a lot like a combination of his mom and his old man and he's got a great mm-hmm. smile and he's now dead at 58 years old Way too young. Was he the producer, or didn't we talk to him at one time? Yeah, we've had James Redford. He's a filmmaker as well. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we've talked to him, yep. Very nice man. And, you know, you think growing up in a wealthy family with a very famous father and the whole deal, he might have had an attitude. None of it. He was just a great guy. Oh, yeah, James Redford, uh, episode number 103. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was a long time ago. We should probably play that this uh, on Friday or something. Play that episode. Of James bile duct cancer. <clears throat> bile duct. Apparently, oh. he had a yeah, very long liver. history of uh, messed up liver. Yeah, he's had two liver transplants. Right. Oh my! Yeah, since he was like a teenager, wasn't it? Didn't wasn't it happen when he was like fourteen years or fifteen years old or something? Well, his first liver transplant, according to our description, 
was in 1993. Well, that's 27 years ago. He's 31 years old. Yeah. So young. So young to be going through. But, yeah, he was a very, very nice man and just, uh, I don't know. It, it's That's the kind of stuff that makes me, well, you know, I'm having a rough week anyway, so... It's one of those. I don't know. If you I'm know. sorry for your loss too. How are you doing? Not well. Mm-hmm. I, I I finally realized this morning on the air it just struck me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a morning show and I said, you know what's the, the problem today is you know because you go through this terrific sadness and then you go through deep sorrow the next day and then the third day you're pissed off at them because they died, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and now today on the air I just realized the problem I have that I got to get over is whenever my brothers Todd, Tony, and Troy, because Todd's just younger than me, Tony younger than him, and Troy was the youngest in the family, that if they had a problem, they would come to me, and I would fix it. No matter what it was, I'd fix the problem. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. It'll be good, right? I mean, even when I was out of town, if somebody bothered my brothers, I'd call Andy Fisher, and he'd go over and talk to those people, and they never bothered my brothers again. You know, it was that good. We had everything kind of wired, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a situation where he came to me with a problem. He's dead, and there's not a damn thing I can do about it. It, it really annoys me. I didn't even know it was annoying me. It just kind of struck me, you know? Uh, grief is such it's such a funny thing because you can have a day where you're like, I'm okay, and then something, a smell, a sight, a sound oh, yeah. reminds you, and it just turns the day around. And there, there's no there's no blueprint for grief. So I think that's what you have nope. to give yourself grace. No, no question. Did did you ever hear the story about the the golf cart uh, woman that was driving that asked my my brother to go out with her? No. Oh, this will be very quick. I, listeners, thank you for your patience. So we're golf. Troy and I are golfing until like twenty five years ago. He's thirty years old, you know, out there, and the the cart woman's probably twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Very very pretty young woman, and she's coming around every two holes. So after the front nine, I said, Troy, I think she's kind of sweet on you. Troy looked almost exactly like Pat Sajak. Looked a lot he did. like he did. Oh my look, God. He looked a wow. lot like Pat Sajak. Yeah, like weirdly, yeah. <laughs> weirdly like Pat Sajak. But in any case, so I said, Troy, I think uh, that uh, cart girl is kind of sweet on you. He goes, No, that's not it. It's just, oh, forget it, right? My brother Troy was one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. So she comes around at hole number 16 and she says, Troy, I. Um, Kind of wondering sometimes if you got the time, maybe we should go out to dinner or maybe go see a movie or something sometime. And he says, are you asking me out on a date? And she goes, yeah, I guess I am. And he says, get in line, sister. <laughs> and then he goes, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. And they went out a couple of times. I, they went out at least a couple of times. But the look on her face when he said, get in line, sister, was priceless. <laughs> she didn't know he was just kidding. And it was that's just how he kind of was. It was just a, you'd have loved him. He was a very gentle, sweet man, always funnier than hell. But here's a guy, once again, that uh, right after he was born, my father left forever. He never came back, uh, you know. It was his dad, father figure, I imagine. I was most mm-hmm. definitely Troy's father figure. There's no question about that. But uh, he always blamed himself for my dad leaving the family, which was total bullshit. My dad was going to leave anyway. Matter of fact, he had already left once, and then he came back. And then as soon as my mom got pregnant, he left again. But Troy always blamed himself for our father being gone, which I really wish he hadn't done. You know, it's a big burden to carry, too. Yeah, and there's no reason for it because it had nothing to right. do with him. 
had nothing to do. Detroit was a blessing to all of us, and I will miss him forever. There's no question about it. Mm. Thanks for sharing that story, though. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of great yeah. stories about Troy. You would have loved Troy is, was your kind of guy. I will tell oh, you that flat man. out. You would have loved him. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. You guys, Andy and Catherine, you never had a moment with him, a bad moment. He was always. No, yeah. He was like the one that never caused problems. <laughs> The one. So I've got okay. So we got eight members of the family, and he's the one who never caused problems. Is it not true? Well, Vicky, Vicky also never really. Did. Yeah, Vicky. Todd doesn't cause any problems, does he? No. No, that's true. He doesn't. We got it's just Tony and me and Terry uh, and Bobby. A little bit. <laughs> pretty, I don't know. A little bit. Yeah, thanks. Your family has a lot of baggage. Yeah, that's well, they sure. do. Badly, yeah. That's and that's the thing. I I, I kind of made a little bit of a speech this morning, which I hope everybody took with a a good attitude. But I said I, I just don't want to hear any more about how you know we're judging people by their skin color again, and all this white privilege. I'm here to tell you, my family had zero white privilege, and I'm getting really sick of hearing about it now that I lost my brother. And it's all white people are all racist. How stupid are you? Singling somebody out because of their skin color is one of the most moronic things ever. It's never going to work. It never did work. And I really wish we'd stop doing it. You know what I mean? I hear you. Loud and clear. Oh, God, I'd be pissed off about that. <laughs> I could just start yelling like I did on, hey, you sons of bitches. I'm <laughs> doing that kind of deal. But seriously, I. Kristen. Well, but the thing is, things yeah. that, even though you came from a place of poverty and have risen above that, there have been things, you're, you have had doors opened up to you because you are a white male. And there I think is that's no way that ever person. happened. Not a chance. <laughs> yes, they still do. They still do, even in this day. It doesn't matter. I never had any of that stuff. Well, you, you worked very hard, but I'm saying that... There are even little situations in a store or something else like that that you may not even notice, but someone who may be black or Asian or Latinx may notice because of the color of their skin that you may get better treatment, just even in terms of customer service at a grocery store. It can happen, and it does happen, and oftentimes we don't notice it because we are white, and that's what they're talking about, white privilege. Well, they're wrong. you have had extraordinary circumstances where you grew up in poverty and have made an extraordinary life for you and your family. Well, we got. And you that's, know. that's a, I think that there's, there's a couple things. Like, there's a couple things that we can discuss because poverty, oftentimes, no matter who you are, what background you have, is a big issue in the United States, and we need to talk right. about it more. Well, we'll close with this then. I had a, I had a friend, and he's the nicest man in the world. I think the world of him, and he didn't mean anything by it. He didn't know what he was saying. Uh, he's a billionaire. Very, very big family here in Minnesota. And again, I love the guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. And I'm walking down the second hole. He puts his arm around my shoulder. He goes, Tom, I am so glad that you joined this golf club. It is so terrific to have you here. We love having you here. I mean, let's face it. We needed some diversity. How are you? Okay. Because he's poor. Because I came from a poor family. If wow. you think that, that the, these ultra, ultra liberal rich people think that you're equal to them, you're wrong. Because they do not think anybody's equal to them. 
white, black, brown, I don't care what color you are, you're not as good as I am. Well, it's the royalty, nobility, peasantry yep. dynamic yeah, it that is. existed so long ago, it still exists. And I'm sorry, you're if not going to get rid of that. You're never yeah. going to get rid of that. If you're born a peasant, you'll die a peasant, yeah. no matter how and successful that, you are. That's how they look at it, yeah. absolutely. The billionaire is just never going to look at other people the same way. No. It's not going to happen. Gonna happen. And it doesn't matter what party they're from. No. Right? No, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter what you look it like. Doesn't. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. I just wish they'd get off of that train that all people, just because they're white, are racist and have privilege. It is not true, in the least. It's not true, it, but it does exist, and we need to oh, tackle that. I'm sure it that. exists then, uh, some yeah. places, but not all white people. Let's, again, don't judge people by their skin color. It's the dumbest thing you can possibly do. It's never there worked. All right. Now you got me all riled up. I got Kristen. so riled up. It's all your fault. I'm getting your fighting into the next hour. I like it. All right, young lady. Always a great pleasure. All right. Take care. You Bye. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.